The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you all here with me, especially if you're out there on the roads tonight here in Southern California, because it is nasty out there. It is coming down. I haven't seen rain like this since I left New Orleans. I mean, we're each like raindrop is like the size of a doubloon that they throw out during Mardi Gras. Oh, by the way, that reminds me. It is carnival season. It is carnival time in New Orleans. It's, we are past King's Day. We are between Christmas and Fat Tuesday and Ash Wednesday. And so it's that time of year down in New Orleans. I just wish I was down there getting me a king cake. What about some beignets? Some be- oh, you know, I love me some beignets. That's what got me started on my donut obsession. And nobody has any beignets here. And who was that voice? It was none other than DJ Carrot Sticks. You're trapped like carrots. <laughs> <laughs> And for those of you, well done, my friend, those of you trapped in your cars on the way home out there in the roads, hopefully I can make the ride home just a little bit easier because it is, like I said, is absolutely terrible out there. We've got an incredibly bad storm uh, tonight, and I want to start out the show here on the Andrea K. Show. Uh, by extending prayers to the people up in Montecito. Uh, We knew coming after the most devastating fires that we've had in the state of California, we knew that here comes rainy season, and and hopefully we were praying that we wouldn't end up with what some people say the inevitable uh, mudslides. And then it became a question of just what area was going to have it, and it ended up being Montecito. And I think the number is now at 13 people, and there's still people trapped. And so... Uh, we've got a packed show for you tonight. Hopefully we'll have an update on that, but prayers. And whether if you're trapped in your car or whether you're just listening somewhere snug in your home, the lines are open here on the Andrea K Show, and I've just had so much fun since we went daily chatting with you all. I've got some special guests on tonight, so you might want to call in and have a question uh, here. The number is 888-344-1170, and that's 888-344-1170. You know, um, even if you're not in California, everybody's paying attention of what's happening in California. We were kind of the laughing stock after the new year when we became a sanctuary city and everybody saw those billboards and everybody was laughing about the billboards, even though part of the reason why everybody was laughing, because I can't remember what the old saying is, but it's like er every joke has an element of truth and that's one reason why it's funny. Um, But for those of us who are living here and suffering under the weight of what's happening in California, it's really not funny. And, And But there have been people saying that it was what's been done to this state was by strategy so that it that it would be a permanent Democrat voting uh, block and that it will never be Republican again. My next guest is joining me to say no, it will be Republican. He's one of the three Republicans, at least three right now, who've decided to throw their hat in the ring and actually run for governor of uh, California. And it is Assemblyman Travis Allen joins me now. Hey, Travis, welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Andrea, thanks so much for having me on. Uh, Yeah, um, so much happening in the state. I started the show by extending prayers uh, in Montecito. We have suffered a natural disaster here in the state uh, recently amidst all the man-made disasters that are going on in the state, thanks to liberal policies. Uh, And you uh, are are a brave man to try to um, take on this job or hopefully to run to take on the job of governor. First of all, Travis, I got to tell you, anybody who runs for any office, if you're a Republican, you're in the cross, you are and will be in the crosshairs of hate. So that's a given. So, you know, I'm going to, no doubt you must have a love for the state and why you want to run for governor. But, but let me, let me, if I can summarize the state, because we, I unfortunately can't have you on for the whole hour, but I kind of want to give a rundown of, of where the, the, the status, what's the state of the state is at this point, And then have you tell me what you think you can do to turn this around. Uh, we have rampant homelessness in tent cities and encampment that are spreading disease as well as fires everywhere. In fact, one of the desired fires that we had 
uh, was because of an encampment. We now have, this was once the golden child of the golden you know, nation that is America. And now we've got one of the worst education systems in the nation where every child is left behind. We were once a state that was centered on in- innovation. And now we are shoving businesses and manufacturers out of uh, the state like a bunch of swallows uh, leaving Capistrano. Uh, the border is so open at this point, Travis, that I, li- I literally, I think that they've got some Uber rides set up to bring people back. Of course, now they're not even going to be sent down there anymore because, you know, now we've got the sanctuary uh, city uh, state status. We got housing prices, I think, that are up 83%, where we've got people with college degrees and six figures living in RVs on the, on the side of the road. We've got the highest taxes anywhere, yet we've got crumbling roads and infrastructures. We've got $1.2 trillion in unfunded liabilities. Um... And, you know, and this is all a result of liberal policies that has really just driven the state into the ground, Travis. So why would you even want to run for governor? Uh, Andrea, you could not be more correct with everything you said. And, you know, it's really sad when when you say everything combined like that, you take a look at a a gorgeous place like California. And, you know, we're talking here in San Francisco or I'm sorry, San Diego, where I was actually born. I was born and raised in San Diego. I I grew up in Chula Vista, about five minutes from the border. And I mean, it's just an incredible town. And I remember when San Francisco's downtown was transformed. You know, it used to be really seedy. And then we got Seaport Village. We got, you know, the convention center. And, you know, of course, Petco, and, and now it's just a great place. But at the same time, we have all of these problems, and these problems have been brought on by Jerry Brown. Think about this. 24 years of the last 50 have been run by the Brown family, and mm-hmm. 39 of the last 40 years, the California Democrats have controlled the legislature. So if you don't like all these things that you just mentioned, you know, among the highest taxes in the entire nation, mm-hmm. rising crime, you didn't even mention crime, oh, well, yeah. violent crime up 15.4% in the last three years alone due to AB 109, Prop 47, and Prop 57. These are the soft on crime laws of Jerry Brown and Gavin Newsom, where felonies are now misdemeanors, where criminals are getting out of jail early, et cetera. Uh, you know, then you go on to our worst in the nation traffic, our second worst in the nation roads, a water system that was never completed. So, you know, every time it rains, like it's raining right now over mm-hmm. most of California, most of, or not most, but much of this water will end up flowing out into the Pacific Ocean. And the problems are just so rampant in California, yet we still have so much that is worthwhile in California, so much that this truly could be the greatest state if only it was run by somebody that actually knew what they were doing, a businessman Mm -hmm. who has seen the California political system. I was first elected in 2012 as a state assemblyman, so I've seen all of these things firsthand from behind the curtain. I've run my own financial advisory practice since 2001, first started managing money in, in 1996. And I can tell you, as a financial advisor, California is not being run like a business. It's being run like a piggy bank for Jerry mm-hmm. Brown and California Democrats. Yeah, well, it almost sounds like your bio and what you would be facing if you took over as governor. It almost sounds like a Trump situation, a businessman who would hopefully come in and, and try to drain the swamp and try to, you know, turn things around. But, you know, people are leaving in droves. I think I actually saw you on on uh, Tucker, and I can't remember the number that you mentioned in terms of how many people le- left, I think, just last year alone. But I know from having done a business show in the past how many manufacturers, I mean, there are businesses set up in Chula Vista and in National City to do nothing but help businesses go south of the border to Tecate and everywhere else to set a business because they literally can't do business anymore in the state of California. And yep, so, that's exactly right. Right. And so um, people are leaving in droves because they've thrown up their hands and say, you know what? You know, we... <laughs> We had uh, Gray Davis was recalled and we had what we thought was a Republican who was going to step in, who was fiscally conservative and socially liberal, and he wasn't able to do anything either. So, you know, I'm going to throw, in fact, I I put it out there to my listeners for some questions for you, one of which was, um, you know, how are you going to be able to do anything different than Schwarzenegger did when he took over as governor as a Republican, but he was faced with a Democratic legislator? Legislature. Absolutely. Well, yeah, let, let's start at the top. In the last seven years, 243,000 Californians on net have left the state. So that means 243,000 more have left than have come in. They took $8 billion with them, right? Mm-hmm. So this is, you know, things aren't so rosy in California. We have among the highest taxes in the nation, 
crumbling infrastructure, right. uh, terrible education system that's ranked you know consistently in the bottom you know right. uh, quarter of the nation, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And then you ask, okay, well, wait a second, Travis, you're running to be governor of the state of California. We know that the Democrats have control of the legislature. They have a two-thirds supermajority in both houses that was actually only recently broken because a couple of them had to resign from office over sexual harassment allegations. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but still, you know, how can you possibly get something done? I mean, after all, we saw what happened with Schwarzenegger. Right. He got in because Gray Davis, as you mentioned, tried to triple the car tax. Mm-hmm. And that's how we threw Gray Davis out. And, of course, it was the rolling blackouts as well. We got Schwarzenegger. And Schwarzenegger, if you remember, he came into office and his promise was to blow up the boxes, right? Right. He was going to come in. He had these great ballot initiatives. And he really had some fantastic ideas. The problem was is that Arnold the person was different than Arnold the actor. You remember in the Terminator movies, he famously said, I'll be back, right? Right, right. But But remember, after Arnold got beaten in the polls with his ballot initiatives, he never came back. You right. see, because he got beaten and he had to go home. And when he went home, there was a Democrat waiting for him at home. Yeah. And his chief of staff up in Sacramento was also a Democrat. Mm-hmm. And they got to him. So he never came back. Even though, you know, the opposition had to mortgage their buildings to try to fight off his, his ballot initiatives, he never went and fought them again. So there was never a round two. And this is the answer of how you actually change California. So as we saw what Trump did in the United States, I mean, we thought that we were going to get another eight years of Barack Obama with crooked Hillary. Mm-hmm. But Trump came in against all odds. And last year, our economy has boomed like it has not boomed in decades. We had mm-hmm. the best Christmas season ever. Unemployment's the lowest since 2000. Jobless claims the lowest since 1973, the year that I was born. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy has blown away every expectation, created $6 trillion of wealth. Stock well, yeah, but I got to interrupt you there. Point. I got to interrupt you there. But, but well, he's also got a Republican in control of both houses. So, again, you know, people are like, okay, uh, you know, how is he going to, you know, deal with a Democrat legislature? Um, so, you know, I, but I guess what your answer is, to, because I want to get to some other questions, I guess your answer is you're going to have a, a, a lot more fight. And and I, and I suspect, given your voting record and uh, what some others, you've got 100% ratings, uh, 100% ratings for California Taxpayers Association, National Federation of Independent Business, and the California Manufacturers Association. Uh, the Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association has given you an A plus rating, and then of course one of the issues near and dear to our hearts in San Diego and, and beyond. Uh, in 2015, the Firearms Coalition gave you an A rating for your support of Second Amendment rights. Um, Absolutely. Right. And, 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 and really, really briefly, I'll tell you what's different with the California government and the President of the United States is we in California have the ballot initiative, and the governor can do a couple things that the president can't do. Not only does the governor have veto power and line item veto power, so you can stop the crazy laws. One man as governor can stop the crazy laws. Number two, you can line item all of these crazy expenditures like the bullet train to nowhere, right? So you get rid of these things, which is great, but there's other powers too. You get to restock all of the agencies. So we get rid of all these career bureaucrats that are running us into the ground with all the you know, crazy agencies that California has up and down the state, but it gets even better because the governor can call special elections. And this is how you change California. You take things like the illegal sanctuary state and our sky high tax rates and this gas tax that none of us ever voted for. You take them directly to the people of California and you bring a special election. And so as governor of California, for instance, I've already vowed that in my first 100 days, I will gather the signatures and call a special election to put the illegal sanctuary state on the ballot so we can finally reverse it. We're going to bypass the, the liberal legislature entirely. We are going to take these issues directly to the people of California, and you will finally get a chance to vote, and the people will take back the power from Sacramento and San Francisco, which have been running the state into the ground. Yeah. Uh, another question from one of the listeners uh, is that there are now 24 million Democrat voters registered in the state. How are you going to expand uh, the number of California GOP voters? I mean, how do you win against those, those numbers? How are you going to expand the GOP voting base to get elected? You know, you're just, you just got to tell them the truth. If you take a look at, I have a five-point plan for California, and it's very simple. Every, every single one of my top five issues, 60 to 80% of Californians agree with, regardless of political party, what part of the state you're in, and how much money you make. That is, cut taxes, fix our roads, and expand freeways. Get tough on crime. Expand and, and complete our state water project and fix our broken education system. You throw the issues of reversing the sanctuary state and guaranteeing that Gavin Newsom doesn't get his way and that we don't have a government-sponsored you know, mandated health insurance, so you got to go to the DMV to see your doctor. And every single one of those issues, those top five issues, 
is 60 to 80% regardless of political party. So it starts by telling the truth to the California people and then actually getting these things done. If you fail the first time, it's a special, special elections on the ballot. You come back year after year. Remember, as governor, I'll have four years to take special elections before the people of California. And that is how you fundamentally change things. One of the issues that we've got in the state, and I know I'm bumping, it, I bump, I'm bumping to get against a, a a break here, but one of the big issues that we've got here, and this is an article from my friend Katie Grimes. I don't know if you know Katie, but uh, she's written. Katie's phenomenal. Yeah, she is. And she's written a great book uh, called The California War on on President Trump. And she talks in this one article, actually, on our website about the numbers and about how we've actually got more takers than we've got makers in the state. And without getting too far into the weeds on the numbers, basically, we've got fewer people working in the private sector than we have government workers and we have people on different welfare programs whether it's CHIP or others. And on top of it, we've got a $1.2 trillion in you know unfunded liabilities and pensions. We are on the road to ruin economically. We've got, and yes. we've got a whole yes. horde of government workers in this state and federal and, and uh, state people making more than $200,000 a year. What's your plan to deal with all that? Look, the bottom line is we got a lot of great government workers in California. We have a lot of people who are doing the right thing. They're working hard. They're working for every dollar they make, and that's fantastic. But I will tell you, there is a lot of fat there as well. You take a look at, you know, just, just a very simple one, the California Transportation Agency. This is the agency that's supposed to be rebuilding our roads and expanding our freeways so we're not stuck in the worst in the nation traffic on the second worst roads in the nation, right? right. Their budget is about $12 billion. Since 2014, they have employed an extra 3,500 people, extra, totally duplicative positions, costing taxpayers over $500 million a year. You know, you just got to start like any business. You cut the fat. You cut the waste. Your California government can do a lot of great things, but one of those great things shouldn't be paying public sector employees 50% more than people are making in the private sector mm-hmm. and having duplicative positions. That's, and, and that's just the bottom line. California must be run like a business for the benefit of the taxpayers of California, mm-hmm. not as a special interest piggy bank for pet projects like, again, Jerry Brown's bullet train to nowhere and mm-hmm. all of these extra duplicative positions that simply waste our money. Yeah. Um, I know it's a very complicated issue and we've only got about a minute left, but it's really easy to say. Of course, 65 percent of the people are going to say, yeah, fix our schools. That sounds really great. It's a great bu- uh, bumper sticker platitude, but it's it can be a complicated issue, particularly when we've got so many um, people here in our schools that we uh, are considered responsible for educating, even though uh, they can't speak the language and you know, uh, what's, what is the fix? Accountability. It's, it's one word, accountability. We have tons of great teachers, but you know what? There's some bad ones too. Bad teachers should be fired. Good teachers should be rewarded. It's as simple as that. And how do you get this done? You got to break the power of the California Teachers Union. They spent over $200 million in elections. 99% of that money has gone to one political party. Yes, you guessed it, the California Democrats. And the problem is, is our schools used to be among the best in the nation. Now they're among the worst. We demand accountability from our schools. We reward those that are, that are doing great with great results. And for the ones that aren't, they're going to find themselves getting shaped up really, really quickly. Remember, I just got married. I now have two daughters, and one of them, one of them is five weeks old. Oh. The other is uh, eight years old in public school. I went to public school. She goes to public school. I want that to be the best public school in the entire nation, and every Californian should demand that. We should demand, I don't care whether you live in an inner city or in an affluent area or wherever else, your kids better go to the best schools in the nation, and we need a governor that can actually put his foot down and make sure that we get that, regardless of the special interests and all of their money. Well, Travis Allen, I like everything you're saying, and because of that, I really want to give you an opportunity to answer your critics before I go to let you go. There is a local talk radio show host here in San Diego who says that you're full of hooey, and you're not being real with the American with with the voters here, particularly when it involves the gas tax. So, in the 30 seconds or so, how do you answer that? I have. I was the one that, that uh, started the repeal of the gas tax. I actually was the first one to file a ballot initiative. We had to sue the attorney general because he was lying to the people of California about what uh, the ballot title and summary was going to be for the repeal of the gas tax. We beat him in superior court so badly uh, that he had to take it to the appellate court where they rubber stamped his decision. We took him to Supreme Court, and because they're obviously liberally biased, 
They didn't even take up the case. So what we've done is we fought the good fight. Now we're mailing out all of the petitions for the repeal of the gas tax. If you have signed up at NoCAGasTax.com, expect your petition uh, within about a week or so, and we will help out the effort to make sure that we get all of the signatures up and down the state so we can repeal Jerry Brown's gas tax. All right, Travis Allen, how can people uh, learn more about you? I wish we had more time, but we don't. How can they get more information on you and support you if they like what you had to say? You bet. Join TravisAllen.com on the web or go on Facebook, join Travis Allen. We have over, we have the largest social media platform of any, any Republican in California. We have the largest volunteer army in the tens of thousands across California. Join me at JoinTravisAllen.com or on, on Facebook and help me help California and let's take back our state. Oh, thank you so much, Travis Allen. Appreciate it. I got to go to break My before, pleasure. thank you, before DJ Carrot Sticks blows through some dynamite through the studio here and shuts me up <laughs> with a stick. All right, stay tuned. We got more Andrew K. Show coming up. There's there's more news out of, out of D.C. happening with Fusion GPS and other stories to get to. So don't go anywhere. More Andrew K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. Home buying and selling can be a daunting and stressful experience. It will likely be the biggest financial purchase of your life. Hi, I'm Julie Mills Brennan, and I've been selling homes in San Diego for over 20 years. I've seen the market in its highs and in its lows, and through the years, I've immersed myself in nearly every market area. I realize that anyone can find you a house. I want to find you a home, a home that you will build great memories in. Call me or text me at 619-992-7113. Call me today. I would be honored to help you find your dream home. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the AV Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the AV Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's A-V-A-R-I-A-S-Co.com. France, one of the most romantic and beautiful places on earth. But if you don't want to spend 13 hours on a plane, enjoy another beautiful day in San Diego and treat yourself to something delicious at the French Gourmet. The French Gourmet is famous for serving quality food in a relaxed, comfortable atmosphere, and you're welcome for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, accompanied by a fine glass of wine or mouth-watering French pastry. Providing the finest French restaurant food to the San Diego area, the French Gourmet strives for the best dining experience, whether it's celebrating with friends and family or an intimate night for two. While culinary trends come and go, the French Gourmet's appreciation and dedication to quality endures year after year. The French Gourmet, located at 960 Turquoise Street between Mission Boulevard and Cass Street in Pacific Beach. Call today to make your reservation. 858-488-1725. That's 858-488-1725. Or visit thefrenchgourmet.com. In America, someone coming from nothing really can create unlimited success for themselves and their family. Larry Elder, the sage from South Central here with my friend Aaron, founder of California Deluxe Windows, a true American success story. Aaron, I've recommended you to my friends, and they are so happy with the work you've done. Thank you, Larry. That really means a lot. We all know Larry is one of the smartest and most discerning people. So if you are selecting windows and doors, listen to Larry's sage advice and call California California Deluxe Windows will do for you what we did for Larry's friend and family.
For the best quality windows and doors made in America, call Aaron at California Deluxe Windows. Ask about 20% off your entire order and one-year interest-free financing. California Deluxe Windows, 888-NEW-WINDOWS. 888-NEW-WINDOWS. He will indeed say, Your house can be covered with potato chips, and we wouldn't crack one. CSLB number 774518. Some restrictions apply. Dennis Prager here for My Hearing Centers, talking about their latest technology, Signia NX. My Hearing Centers is looking for people to test drive the best-sounding, most convenient hearing aids ever. Using revolutionary dual processors, Signia NX has the most advanced soundscape processing in the industry, giving you superior speech understanding, especially in noise. To participate, you must call 619-822-2686. If you or a loved one is having difficulty hearing, or if understanding speech is becoming difficult, you are needed to try these innovative devices. Schedule an appointment today and you'll be given the opportunity to try this first ever natural sounding new technology right in the My Hearing Center's office. Try before you buy what a great concept exclusively at My Hearing Centers. Call and book your free hearing evaluation and free trial in one of their many convenient locations with absolutely no fee or commitment. Don't wait. Call 619-822-2686. That's 619-822-2686. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Yeah. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Glad to have you here with me. I almost forgot to come back from the break because I got my boys, Alrod, in the studio with me. And I was joking with them during the break. No connection to A-Rod that is currently dating J-Lo. How, you know, Google for me, DJ Carrot Sticks, if you will, how old A-Rod is. Because I got to give a hat tip to a man that is great looking, got buku bucks, as we say in the South, B-O-O-K-O-O bucks, could have any woman he wants. And he's got himself a single mom of three or four. I don't know how many she's got. And she's, she's, she's upwards of 50. He's 42. He's 42. Yeah. They showed him the other day working out together, doing like that CrossFit kind of thing. Mm. She was doing it way better than him. Well, she's in amazing shape. I mean, sister has been working it out hard uh, (laughs) for many, many years. In fact, I don't know why she lowered herself to that Mark Anthony ever. Okay, because I and I've seen her in person. I went to American Idol a couple years ago and she is stunning Mm. in person. Absolutely beautiful woman. Um, Not to get too sidetracked with the entertainment, but I do. And I'm giggling, though, that who would have thought Rod Hatley? pays attention to the entertainment. He was probably watching the Golden Globes the other night, too, and he just won't admit it. I'm going to ask him who he thought was well-dressed. Uh, I actually, uh, to be honest with you, I didn't even see the Golden Globes oh, the other okay. night. Good. Yeah, it wasn't worth watching because evidently it was just so dang political. That... The lady with the black dress on. <laughs> <laughs> well said, Todd. Teesh. Well played. All right, very good. Uh, Got to get into some serious news. You know, uh, I'm very impressed. I'm curious to what you guys think in California beyond of Travis Allen and, and his comments and whether or not you really think that, I mean, I love his optimism, but can a Republican win in this state? And if he and if he does manage to pull that rabbit out of a hat and trump California and get in, is he going to be able to do what he said he did? I mean, you know, I would like to think that he can because I love this state. And I would like to see him make a turnaround and not just for the state, but because so goes California, because a lot of the the devastating uh, regulations and taxations and things that have done to put the hurt here on California on businesses and, and, and so much destruction. I mean, the man made drought, among others. You know, it's like they, it starts here and it, and it bleeds out to the, to the rest of the country. Um, but and, and then, of course, one of the reasons why it does is you look at you look at the big debate debate today that's happening in D.C. Hat tip. Speaking of hat tip, I love the fact that Trump brought everybody in into the White House. This man is so fearless that he actually has live on the fly negotiations with the Democrats over something as important, a key signature part of his campaign. And it was uh, immigration and it was sealing the border. We've got three border issues. We've got a physical border. We've got an economic border. And then we've got the immigration, the, the virtual border that is the visa program. And, you know, he is willing to put himself out there in a way that no politician has in the past. I was a little concerned by some of the stuff that went on in there because at first he's like when Feinstein tries to, you know, out negotiate Trump saying, you know, well, you know what? Give us this DACA deal first and, you know, trust us, she says, said the spider to the fly. Trust us that down the road um, that we'll give you border security. Well, didn't we hear that back in the 80s? Well, not me, but didn't Ronald Reagan and others fall for that trap uh, back in the 80s? And at first, Trump being the good, honest guy that he is, he says, well, you know what? Yeah, you know, that's kind of a good idea. Till McCarthy's like, 
yo, Trump, don't trust the Democrats. So then for those who were concerned, Trump has tweeted out uh, tonight that no border wall, no DACA deal. Now, there are there are many that and you know what? I'm okay with that because I will tell you um, that these DACA and I do not refer to them as dreamers because that's that's just a way to, to, you know, manipulate us on policy when we need to stay objective on policy because everybody in this country has dreams. Okay, and everybody has the right to have their dreams. I mean, that's this country was not founded on entitlement. It was founded on having dreams and that if you were willing to work hard enough for it and, you know, believe in it and, and, you know, make it for yourself, you could maybe get your dreams fulfilled for yourself, not have it handed to you. Um, But, you know, I'm okay with those that were brought here Uh, not of their own accord, that are in this country, that they be allowed to stay and maybe work towards uh, if security happens first. But I do not want chain migration, and I want to end to the ridiculous lottery situation we've got with these visas. How many terrorist attacks happened recently because of the visa lottery system? What in the world do we do in playing Russian roulette with our security when we know that there's people with an ideology and people around the world committed to our destruction? And some of those are nation states, by the way. Uh, James Woods, who, you know, today is Twitter Tuesday. James Woods, though, who I think is absolutely my favorite on Twitter speaking of Hollywood this and speaking of being fearless I mean if you're not following James Wood I'm not a huge fan of Twitter it's not my thing I've told y'all that before you know I prefer Facebook because then I get a chance to do my stream of consciousness I don't like to be trapped by some small little uh, thing he's a purist really when it comes to conservative he says like a lot of people are saying today he said end DACA completely build the wall defund sanctuary cities end chain migration enforce voter ID and deport all lawbreakers uh, they never listened to us when they were in control wake up Republicans you have the power use it um, I'm with him pretty much on that list except that I'm okay with leaving people who did not bring themselves here and allowing them to stay okay if they were brought here against their will I do think they should be allowed to stay um, but that also, but there should also be restrictions on that. I'm curious as to what you guys think. If you think that Trump was being outplayed today, if you think that if he does not follow James Woods' list, if you think that that puts him in any jeopardy, um, I think that with um, what I do think is that there should absolutely nothing be done with DACA before January 19th. There's no reason for it. You know, the the American people gave the Republican Party a majority for a reason. Actually, they gave it to the Republicans back in 2014. And if you remember, there was two key issues in 2014 with why the American people gave the power to the Republican Party. And it was overreach of the executive branch was the overarching umbrella issue. Underneath it was two things. It was Obamacare because they saw President Obama actually actually writing legislation, rewriting the law from his office, and they felt they were starting to feel the pain of Obamacare. And number two is they saw uh, unaccompanied minors, i.e. a bunch of, you know, some children, but also many able-bodied, you know, teenage men flooding across the border and being spread out across the nation. And the Border Patrol changing diapers and dealing with all kinds of diseases. And the American people are like, enough is enough. Remember, there was buses that were stopped in Menifee here in California because they were being spread out here. The American people were like, look, we've got, this was back uh, when unemployment was crazy high still. Uh, people were, people's, um, it had been told their, their, uh, insurance premiums were going to be the cost of a cell phone and it was jumping to $1,000 a month and the people were like we have $20 trillion in debt we can't pay for our own kids we can't pay for our health insurance why are we doing with these open borders so those were the two key issues we still don't have Obamacare repeal and replacement we finally have a lower tax plan I got my guys Al Rod here we're going to take a break in a minute we come back we're going to talk to them about, about this one of the questions that one of my listeners had uh, for Travis Allen was how are you as a governor going to help Americans keep more money in their pockets? And that is the key question for American people, whether they live in California, whether it's the state and local taxes here and the federal taxes or whether it's everywhere around the nation. And Al, my guys, Al Rod, are going to answer that question when we come back from the break. Some more Andrea K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. 
Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hadley of the Hadley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. Home buying and selling can be a daunting and stressful experience. It will likely be the biggest financial purchase of your life. Hi, I'm Julie Mills Brennan, and I've been selling homes in San Diego for over 20 years. I've seen the market in its highs and in its lows, and through the years, I've immersed myself in nearly every market area. I realize that anyone can find you a house. I want to find you a home, a home that you will build great memories in. Call me or text me at 619-992-7113. Call me today. I would be honored to help you find your dream home. Nestled in the heart of Rancho Santa Fe, just a few miles from the Pacific Ocean and easily accessible from both the 5 and 15 freeways, Horizon Prep has been offering a private Christian education in the classical tradition for nearly two decades. Beginning with our award-winning preschool and continuing through our nationally recognized high school, Horizon Prep has recaptured the educational principles that have shaped Western civilization and produced some of the world's most influential thinkers. If you would like to come and see our beautiful 30-acre campus and experience how a Christ-centered classical education prepares students to perform at levels far exceeding national standards, plan to attend an upcoming admissions open house or schedule a tour today and discover for yourself what makes Horizon Prep the premier choice for private education in San Diego. Start your journey at horizonprep.org. That's horizonprep.org. Or by phone at 858-756-5599. 858 858- 756-5599. HelpWantedSanDiego.com salutes the employee of the month. The one employee you can't live without. The others, let's just call them Dave. Dave, why have you been shredding for hours? The boss said we should cut costs, Mr. Employee of the Month. How does this cut costs? These are the expense reports for the whole year. You shredded them all? Thanks to me, our expenses this year are zero. If you don't mind hiring Daves, go to the National Job Boards. They may be free, but trust us, they'll cost you. We make it easy to post a job, and it's local, so you won't get spammed by faraway job seekers. HelpWantedSanDiego.com. Local jobs that work. HelpWantedSanDiego.com. Salutes the employee of the month. The one employee you can't live without. The others, let's just call them Dave. Dave, are you stealing from the vending machine? No, Mr. Employee of the Month. Well, your desk is littered with, like, hundreds of snacks. I merely exposed a loophole by reaching my arm through the flap thingy. Does that sound like stealing to you? Yes. Granola bar? If you don't mind hiring Daves, go to the National Job Boards. They may be free, but trust us, they'll cost you. We make it easy to post a job, and it's local, so you won't get spammed by faraway job seekers. HelpWantedSanDiego.com. Local jobs that work. Every year, a few stocks dominate all the others. I'm not talking about stocks that go up 50% or even 100%. We're talking about stocks like Notice Global, which climbed more than 4,800% in a single year. Identifying these massive winners can have a more dramatic effect on your portfolio than almost anything else you can do. That's why we're inviting you to our emergency summit, the 2018 Trade of the Year. It's free to attend, and two of the top stock pickers in the world, Dr. Mark Skousen and Jim Woods, will be announcing their number one play for 2018 and they guarantee 1000% outperformance of the market with their pick join us at 2 p.m eastern time on january 11th for this amazing opportunity log on now at the 2018 trade of the year.com to sign up for the free emergency summit you must sign up now at the 2018 trade of the year.com once again receive the number one pick of the year by registering for our free summit at the 2018 trade of the year.com am 1170 the answer. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on AM 1170. The answer. Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. Hey, I haven't heard anybody calling in except for Travis Allen. Hey, if you guys want to be a part of the show, give me a buzz. Give me a shout out. 888-344-1170. Tell me what you think. I know there's lots of people, purists like James Woods out there disagreeing with me, saying that border wall or not, we absolutely should not be doing this DACA deal. Um, but during the break, my man Al was saying that, hey, a promise was made. Uh, and we need to honor that promise. But give me a call here, 888-344-1170. And also, there's other different ways to listen. You know, we've also got our free mobile app, AM 1170. Mm. So you can listen there. That's also where you can find podcasts as well. And joining me now (laughs) is the silky, 
the uh, Al Arias, the OG of Texas. <laughs> wow. Uh, this, as is, well, this is just too much fun. Uh, yeah. As well as Rod Hatley, who knew, might be my next entertainment reporter, because who knew that Rod knew what was happening with J-Lo? Anyway, Al Rod here with me in the house. Hey, during the break, I asked you guys what you thought about DACA, and you know, you, you guys are basically kind of like a lot of people saying you're indifferent, except right. you told me, Al, they were not brought here against their own will. Will you tell me how a child was brought here then? Children don't will where they're going. I know, that's my Their point. parents take them. Exactly. So right. it's not about will, exercise of judgment or anything else. Right. They just, they were brought here mm-hmm. and uh, they were brought here under a type of umbrella. Right. And so that's where the commitment comes from. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the th- issues that I have um, with them, and I've actually had Maria Espinosa, I think, from the, re- uh, I can't remember, she might have been from the Remembrance Project, actually, who's trying to help people to remember those killed uh, by illegal aliens. But I had an, 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 an illegal alien um, attorney from San Diego on the show, and I just said, you know, one of the things that bothers me, I'm one of these people that, hey, they're here, they were brought here as children, if you don't want to bring Will into it or not, but at least if they're going to stay, I'd appreciate it if they would stop holding rallies and burning the flag and giving us a finger and being ugly towards the the country that has been generous to them and their family. That's certainly one thing that I got to ask because we have $20 trillion in debt. People are upset that they can't afford to take care of their own families. Everybody's, Everybody's telling me it's still, all these years later, it's the economy, stupid. People want to be able to keep more of their own money, mm-hmm. make their own decisions about money. Um, people literally president Trump yesterday got a standing ovation when he went, I I think it was the first time I think he said, and, uh, this farmer's organization was 99 years old. And I don't think that any, Hmm. any president had been to speak to them, Hmm. I think in 40 something years. And he got a standing ovation rod when he said that we need to end the death, the death tax so that families could keep their farms. We have been destroying the family farms. It's bad enough in this country, Rod, that we're picking the pockets of dead people who've already paid taxes on all their property. Well, sure. But in the course of that, we're destroying family businesses. There's a cost to all this advocacy that you keep coming up with, and that is the income tax cost. So they're better off having the estate tax because of the step up in basis and the fact that we have such a margin. What is it, $11 million? Uh, well, yeah, when I talk- $11 million yeah. is passed tax-free? Yeah. All right. I mean, well, give I, me per, a break. Per, per people, let's keep it simple for the people out there listening who don't even well, know. But, but it isn't simple. Okay. It is it not better? Simple. It's not better, for, Rod, yeah. estate planning attorney. Is it not better for people to not have a death tax? Well, Al, Al seems, overall, it's not. Well, overall, I think he makes a valid point. Uh, I think that if if we do the proper pre-planning, it really shouldn't be a problem. Okay. I mean, I think in theory, I'm against the idea of paying a second tax. Mm-hmm. In other words, you know, you build an estate, you accumulated that money or that property with after-tax dollars, and if you don't do the proper planning, well, then certainly that's a, you know subject to being taxed yet again. And it's the old joke. Well, why do we have a death tax? It's because well, dead people don't vote. So, right. But I, I think, um, but you know, to, in truth, uh, the the estate tax really doesn't raise that much money. And uh, with the increased, I, I could call it an exemption amount. But when I talk to clients, I always use the term coupon. Um, you have a coupon uh, right now. Every individual has a coupon in their hip pocket for about eleven point two million dollars, mm-hmm. and a married couple uh, can. Their combined coupons is right at about twenty-two million dollars. So it's it, it certainly shelters a lot, and mm-hmm. and I think it uh, it gives people the ability to plan. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that you know. Um, and now you, you you may also have input on this that the estate tax has never really raised that much money, and it doesn't really affect that many people. So then, why do we have it if it doesn't affect no, no, that many wait a people? Minute. There's compliance issues that are extremely costly. Just trying to figure out what your basis is in assets is very costly. It could cost you $10,000, $20,000, $100,000, $500,000, depending on what you have. Yeah. So that's out of pocket and not deductible anymore. Oh, wow. Okay. So that, yeah. 
So okay, so that what does that mean to the average person listening? Well, to the, break the, it down. Summarize yeah. what what this means for the average. What person What it mean listening. is that the the rules that we have right now, with the huge coupon, yeah, right, right, mm-hmm. are in our favor. Okay. Yeah. By a lot, by a factor of about five. Okay. So basically, you're saying that the that that basically Trump's big announcement to the farmers was kind of a non non B. Well, it's political. It, okay. Yeah. Well, I don't I don't disagree, and I think it's if you if you just understand that the estate tax really doesn't raise that much money and it doesn't really apply to that many people, then his comments yesterday really are. I mean, everybody gets excited about them, but it really doesn't mean that much. And um, but I think notwithstanding the estate tax, I think people still need to plan because while a lot of people will never be impacted by an estate tax, everybody will be impacted certainly by the passing of a loved one, and they'll also be impacted uh, if someone is uh, you know, rendered mentally incapacitated. So having planning in place makes a lot of sense. So what, just to interrupt, because I want to sure. make sure, because we've only got about 10 minutes total left in the show. Right. Um, People need to, you know, forget the estate tax and sure. the death tax. That's really not the most important issue for people it, as for estate planning is. It's really about the probate. It's really about incapacitation. Mm-hmm. And then it's also really about, because I know from personal experience, though, that, you know, that the state will be picking pockets if sure. you don't have proper estate planning. Well, exactly. And that ain't even about the $11 well, million. But it's about legacy. Sure. Yeah, Talk about that, Al. <laughs> Talk about that, Al. Yeah, well, I mean, I want to get you in that's here. Me. That's my bag. Okay. Yeah. Well, but I, yeah, legacy. I mean, family. Think about it. My mother's dying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I break down when I start talking about. It. He's going to have to talk about it. But the point is, yeah. the idea of legacy. All my mother is leaving is what she gave us as a person. Mm-hmm. No material goods yeah. except a small amount of money that I'm trying to preserve, right. so that it doesn't go into this pot. Sure. And it goes to her heirs, which she's got a lot of heirs. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so uh, if each person gets 500 bucks, it'll be a lot. But, but it still should go to the people. Will get something. Exactly. That's terrific. Yeah. So, people, so, so I guess the message here is that um, even the estate tax might not get you and get your family. Sure. But the state. And probate court will if you don't do proper estate planning. And that right. there, at some point, if you die, if you don't take care of your, if you don't do proper estate planning, right. there are forces out there. And this is one of the things you said in the break. California and really every state is really looking for every way that they can to pick our pockets and take our money. And one way that they tax will do it, spend. tax and spend, tax and, tax and spend. spend. Yeah. And if you don't take care of, and, and people think. That is that estate planning is only for the wealthy, no. and they're absolutely wrong. The average value of a home in California is one point five million, and if you die, mm-hmm. you and you don't have a, you don't haven't dealt with with your all of your property and your assets, your family can spend many years in probate court as the state tries to take as much for them as possible, and your family goes broke. That's on estate planning. Thank you, Rod. How sure. can people get a hold of you before I go to transition to Alan taxes? Sure. Um, 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444, or you can just send me an email to rod at hatleylawgroup.com. That's Hatley, H-A-T-L-E-Y, lawgroup.com. You know, this is something that is just really, I'm passionate about. Maybe I'm just, maybe I'm a nut for some reason to get like obsessed over this one issue. But to me as a conservative, I can't understand why anybody wouldn't. Because if we say we're the party of low taxation, mm-hmm. we need to be fighting on every area sure. where people are coming at us for taxes. And if yeah. you can do something, Something is simple. People, everybody's got life insurance. Why wouldn't you do something to protect your family sure. upon your passing that has to do with your property? So there's some legislators in New York that are putting forth some legislation to give us back the SALT uh, deductions because that was the one area of the Republican mm-hmm. Party GOP tax plan, Al, that caused a lot of heartburn. In fact, Congressman I is proposing a contribution deduction strategy for the state of California. Make us all via law violators. It's just ridiculous ridiculous okay so it's not going to work I, i'm not sure no what you're it's point. not going to work okay. for one thing if you give something and you give something back you have to reduce the amount of the gift that you got something back mm-hmm. so if you get ta- if you take away your taxes because you made this gift mm-hmm. right this tax right. deductible yeah what's your net gift a zipper yeah so you know this is just being done 
um, in a very reactionary way mm-hmm. by very liberal politicians speaking to the public in California. Mm-hmm. In California, California, there's no doubt it's a very, very liberal state. Well, yeah, exactly. There's so. just no doubt. So our boy that's that's coming up with all this stuff, if he wins, it would be a miracle. I'm trying to think back how um, the the muscle man, Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I talked Arnold. to How did Schwarzenegger make? It was a win. It, yeah. it was a revolt. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was a recall of it Ray Davis. It was a revolt. Well, I got to leave it there, Mr. Revolt, because mm. we only got a few <laughs> minutes really left on the We really talked a lot about income taxes. <laughs> well, you know, we, we, well, we kind of, well, we'll get there next time you hear. I mean, you know, I thought we got some in, didn't we? Well, I think we got some policy arguments we in. We got some policy arguments in, and then they can get a hold of you, you know, for for taxes. I mean, how did they get a hold of you, Al? How do they get, I have a telephone number. All right, give it out because we we're running out of time here. 619-296-2123. Thank you. All right, I got to go to the phones if he's still holding. He's wanting to talk about DACA. We got uh, Josh from Claremont on the phone. Hey, Josh, welcome to the Andrea K Show. Hey, I appreciate you taking my phone call. Thanks. All right, your thoughts? Yeah. I just wanted to echo, well, uh, I do feel sorry for the kids that, uh, you know, the ones that came here as children. Uh, I, I have compassion, and I think I could work something out for them. But I agree with you that uh, there seems to be a change in the streets with uh, people coming here these days. They actually bring a real disdain for America, and they come from a culture that's uh, kind of just uh, anti of what we are. You know, they have political violence, which we see manifesting in our streets. And actually, it's it's kind of, it's, it's not just laugh it off. It's really quite dangerous when you have hundreds of thousands of people who are carrying flags that are not of your country, and they're out there, mar- they're marching, they're demanding rights mm-hmm. instead of asking for rights. And it just blows me away that we let them get away with it as a society. You know? I think you're right. And One of the points that Katie Grimes makes in her book, uh, The California's War on Trump, is that one of the solutions that she makes is that we need to, we need to be, our founders envisioned Im, uh, those that immigrate here to assimilate in our culture. And, you know, there is an American culture. And, you know, there, there's, it, you know, if I were to move to France, I would not expect them to, you know, accommodate me and, and turn themselves into a little New Orleans, which is my culture that I come from. I would go there and expect that I would be like, you know, um, what's her name? The actress from the eighties who went there and learned French and married a French man from pretty in pink. And, you know, she became like a, like Molly Ringwald. Thank you. My entertainment <laughs> reporter, Ron Hatley. You're absolutely right. Well, that, that was they, a slam dunk. I know they need to assimilate into this culture. And, you know, when you were here and it, DACA, if, if, if the DACA plan goes through and, and, and they be allowed to stay, I think it's going to cost us something like $26 billion. And I think that I would appreciate a thank you. Right. One, one, one last thing is, uh, you know, when they always say that the, they, they pick our fruits and vegetables and it's, uh, it's something that we won't do, think about it. A society that is wholly depend, dependent upon non-citizens to feed ourselves, that doesn't sound like a good situation at all. Well, and I'm not sure I buy that argument. I mean, wasn't there a book called Steinbeck wrote called The Grapes of Wrath where people well, well, no, came here? Actually- and, and they and they and they work the field, you know. That's how nice. about how about making how about making welfare transactional, like Bill Clinton said back in the '90s, and say, okay, if you want to, you know, this this, you know, entitlement programs, you go out and you pick some strawberries. Well, actually, get this: my my dad's family is straight from Arkansas. They came over here, uh, went to Weed Patch, had everything they owned tied to a truck. My grandmother actually picked cotton as mm-hmm. a child. So, so did yeah. So did the, so did ancestors on both my sides. I come from the, from the yeah. south, you know. And my grandma yeah. was a maid, so you know, and she she <laughs> was from American Indian uh, descent. So, hey, Joshua, we are literally out of time on the show. I thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, Al. I promise you, next time we're going to talk more and more and more about income taxes, the sexiest argument around. I'm going to hold you to it. All baby. right, all right. Thank you so much, and thanks everybody for listening to the show and calling in. I appreciate it so much. I didn't get to some of my Tuesday Twitter. Uh, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Twitter. Can I read this one real quick? Do I have how much time do I have? All right, all right. D Human says, if by crunches you mean the sound potato chips make when you chew them, then yes, I do crunches. <laughs> That's my kind of tweeting yep. going on there. That's I appreciate kind of crunch, that. Yeah. yeah, that's my kind of crunch. Thanks, everybody. And thanks to Al Rod for being here and Travis Allen for calling in. Hat tip to him for having the guts to run for governor. Thank you, DJ Carrot Sticks. <laughs> Have a great night, everybody. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K.